and welcome to Talking About Pigs with SMEC. This is a podcast where individuals from the Swine Medicine Education Center get together and chat about swine health topics. My name is Dr. Meredith Peterson. I'm a veterinarian and postdoc with the Swine Medicine Education Center at Iowa State's Vet School, and my co-host today is Dr. Gabby Dawn. Thanks, Meredith, for having me on. My name is Dr. Gabby Dawn, and I'm a veterinarian and postdoc with the Swine Medicine Education Center as well. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Well, just to orient you all a little bit to the podcast, we are a producer-focused podcast. So basically, the goal of each episode is to discuss a different swine health topic of interest and relate it to pork producers. So at SMEC, we will review current resources related to the topic of interest. Um, We will bring together things like research papers, news articles, updates from meetings and conferences, and we will kind of boil these down into what it means for you guys, the producers. Most of the resources we refer to in the podcast can be found in the podcast notes associated with the podcast. If you have trouble accessing these notes or any of the resources, please email us at isusmec at iastate.edu. So let's get into it. For today's topic, we're going to be talking about mycoplasma hyorhinus. A little bit of information on this because it sounds like just a, a, a long word put together. But this topic, it's a bacterial organism that affects pigs. Uh, You've probably heard of a lot of different mycoplasmas in pigs, Um, but this one in particular causes disease in early finishing pigs and nursery age pigs, so about three to ten week old pigs. What we see with mycoplasma hyorhinus is polycerositis and arthritis, and what that means is these are the pigs that when you cut them open on necropsy, they kind of have that stringy, cheesy, um, white discharge basically in both their chest and their abdomen. Um, We'll see a lot of fibrin, um, and it can also cause lameness, so the arthritis component. Um, We'll see swollen joints and lameness that really seems to persist past this initial nursery phase problem. Clinically, or in the barns, your pigs will look unthrifty, lethargic, may have some swollen joints and lameness. So really, it's it's a big issue. It doesn't cause a lot of mortality in these pigs, but it really can um, decrease their growth and performance in the finishing turn. So, what Gabby and I have done is pulled together some publications from the last two years, and we'll just kind of go through what we've, what we've found and, and what it means for you guys and what you can take away from some of these resources. So, the first report that we're going to cover is one that was published in the spring of 2020 from ISU's Veterinary Diagnostic Lab. And so, this report was showing diagnostic tre- trends within the swine industry on systemic pathogens, such as mycoplasma hyorhinus. So they included data on three main causes of polycerositis in nursery pigs, mycoplasma hyorhinus, G. parasuis, or glossorella parasuis, or formerly known as HPS or hermophilus parasuis, and strepsuis. So this showed an increase, this study showed an increase of prevalence within mycoplasma hyorhinus in the last 10 years in cases that were brought to the ISU VDL. While it often does not cause clinical signs under certain conditions such as stress caused by nursery pigs um, being commingled and infection with other pathogens, it can become a systemic pathogen causing outbreaks of polycerositis and arthritis. So really the main takeaway from this is that the prevalence of cases through the VDL has increased over the past 10 years. And this could be due to the actual increase of infections or in an increase of interest and testing requests by veterinarians or other producers. I think it's also important from that that publication in particular, just kind of reminding 
a lot of times it's easy to think that those systemically affected pigs that we see in early nursery, a lot of times we just, because of the flow they're from or things like that, think that it's strep suis um, or even GPS. But mycoplasma hyorhinus, it seems like in the last 10 years, has been a big, big player in these cases too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I agree. So the next uh, resource that I brought today was from July of 2020. The Swine Disease Manual published an updated chart comparing the common swine mycoplasmas. So like I mentioned earlier, there's um, several mycoplasma organisms that affect swine, and they all kind of do that in a little bit different way. So the three main ones that we have are mycoplasma hyopneumoniae, which sounds like pneumonia, that might give you a clue into what, what that um, pathogen does, causes a lot of respiratory signs, um, particularly in our later finishing pigs. Then we have Mycoplasma hyorhinus, uh, which is our topic for today, as well as Mycoplasma hyosinobiae. And synobiae, or the synobia, is part of the joint, um, so that pathogen really causes some, some severe lameness in our later finishing pigs. Um, but what this resource does, or this chart does, is pretty much show the, the differences between these three mycoplasmas, because it can be really easy to lump them all together and say you have mycoplasma, but not really know which one it is, or or what's, what's causing your problems on your farm. Um, so just some key points about mycoplasma hyorhinus. Typically it's found in ages, uh, pigs ages three to 10 weeks. Occasionally we can see that stretch out longer, especially in those lameness cases. Additionally, acutely affected animals, so acutely means they were recently affected, um, they're visibly ill and they have a fever. So these pigs ha will have some uh, tenderness to their abdomen, they might be kind of hunchy, um, and they have a preference for lying sternal. So they like to lay on their bellies and their sternums. Uh, we can have quite a bit of morbi morbidity. So morbidity is, is being sick, not necessarily dying from the disease. Um, that can be up to, up to 35%, but mortality is usually low. So even though this may not be causing high mortality in your barns, it can still be an issue because it's persi uh, persistent. We can have persistently lame pigs even later on into finishing. And then these pigs are slow to recover and have poor gains, um, which can really hurt us in the finishing turn. So even though it's not maybe one of our big hitters in terms of mortality, still causes a lot of issues and, and uh, hurts our barns in the, in the finishing turn. So key takeaway from, from this chart is just that there are differences in, in mycoplasmas, particularly three uh, main mycoplasmas that affect swine. Uh, mycoplasma hyorhinus should definitely be on our differential for these systemically ill nursery um, and early finishing pigs. And then another thing is that um, we often overlook having a thermometer on site, swine barns, but it can be really useful to get some temperatures on your sick pigs for your veterinarian. It could help them and you figure out what's, what's going on and what might be causing disease. So I think this is a really useful resource if you're interested in learning about the different types of mycoplasmas. So the next resource that we're going to cover was a case series from four farms that were in Austria. And so they looked at four different um, farms. They were looking at uh, mycoplasma hyorhinus and that its potential for a pathogen in the central nervous system in swine, which is a little bit different because we had talked about, you know, initially mycoplasma hyorhinus was found as polycerositis and arthritis. So we haven't... Um, really thought of this pathogen as a traditional central nervous system, so in the brain and spinal cord. This was a published um, in the Journal of Porcine Health Management in December of 2020. 
The um, takeaways from here, the mycoplasma hyorhinus has not been associated with um, CNS disease or central nervous system disease. This is really what has helped us determine this pathogen from strep suis and uh, glossarella parasuis or haemophilus parasuis. And so now we can kind of say, okay, well, is this playing, you know, a, a role in CNS disease? And we might have to do additional diagnostics to kind of um, parse that out. And so in this study, they found in eight nursery-aged pigs uh, with clinical CNS disease were euthanized and were sampled. And six of these pigs showed histopathologic, so we were looking at brains underneath of the microscope, um, for bacterial meningitis. And so of those six pigs, five of those tested positive for mycoplasma hyorhinus, which was isolated from meningeal swabs, so around um, the tissues around the brain. And the sixth pig also isolated strep suis. All of the sampling was done in a diagnostic lab, so we can, uh, rather than in a field, so we can kind of say it, it wasn't due to contamination that we found mycoplasma hyorhinus in the brain. The takeaway is that this doesn't determine that mycoplasma hyorhinus was colonizing, just kind of like strep suis or glossarella parasuis was, but we are finding it in the brain. So it could be a possibility, which is a really cool finding. It's a good idea to also uh, have mycoplasma hyorhinus on your differentials for strep-looking pigs. And so in order to kind of create this causal uh, relationship, we would need to pursue further research. And so specifically, we would need to look, okay, is mycoplasma hyorhinus actually causing damage to the brain? It's not just being found there. We'll just need to continue to monitor the literature as we move forward and see kind of how this evolves. The final resource we brought is a news article published on the pig site in September of 2021. This article was titled, How to Tackle Mortality-Causing Lameness in Finishing Hogs. So this was an interview um, with Dr. Mike Eisenmenger from Swine Vet Center and Dr. Kathleen Wood from Christensen Farms. This article pretty much was them chatting about the, the big hitters when it comes to uh, lameness in finishing. So they did talk about mycoplasma hyorhinus. Although it typically causes lameness in younger pigs, like we've said, it can be seen in these mid-finishing um, age pigs as well. And really why this, this one is important, as an industry, lameness is now the leading cause of mortality in mid to late finishing pigs. So I don't, I don't need to tell, tell the producers that. You guys know that. If you're, if you're in pig barns, you know what an issue lameness is today. So lameness caused by bacterial arthritis, so mycoplasma hyorhinus causes this bacterial arthritis, has become a big reason for the mortality. Other contributors um, are strep suis, actinobacillus suis, and glossarella parasuis for some of this lameness. So it's not uncommon to see 25 to 40% lameness in the finishing phase. Uh, and Dr. Mike and, and Dr. Kathleen uh, said that really kind of some of the big things for tackling this lameness are early treatment, submitting diagnostics, and working with nutritionists to kind of figure out what the root, root cause of this lameness is. And I think an important thing to note from this one is, like we've talked about this, this pathogen, mycoplasma hyorhinus, we kind of have it in two different categories. We have it in our young, early finishing pigs with the systemic signs and uh, like we said, those polycerocytis pigs that when you open them up, their chest and their abdomen are just full of fibrin. 
So it, it causes that as well as this lameness issue. But on the lameness side, it's, it's really important. And one thing they noted in this article was that uh, when sampling for lameness, so when trying to figure out what could be causing this lameness, taking the whole limb, the whole affected limb is really important. So our, our joints are a protected site and in a pig, they're a protected site. There should not be any bacteria in a, in a pig's joint. If there is, um, it's likely could be contributing to disease, but it's really easy when we're sampling on farm, if we cut into that joint and take a swab, it's really easy to, not, to contaminate that with something from the barn. And then we don't really know how to interpret that when we get that back for diagnostics. So I guess the key takeaway for producers is um, if, you're, if you're having issues with lameness and you're, you're collecting samples from your site um, or your veterinarian asks you to collect some samples, taking the whole limb of an affected animal, the limb that's affected by lameness, is really going to be useful and provide some better diagnostics um, in return. For sure. So overall, in summary from today on our topic of mycoplasma hyorhinus, it's continuing to be an important pathogen within swine production, and it's increasing in prevalence according to the ISU VDL studies um, over the past 10 years. Mycoplasma hyorhinus has also has, may have a connection to CNS disease, but we'll also need more research to further validate this. Lameness is an increasing finishing phase issue, and mycoplasma hyorhinus is a key player in this. Absolutely. So I think hopefully you guys learned something about mycoplasma hyorhinus today, and we were able to connect some of these different uh, resources and research projects and help make them a little more applicable to you, or, or at least help you have a more full understanding of what this pathogen can do. And that way, when you're, when you're chatting with your veterinarian or chatting with other producers, you you have a good idea of, of what mycoplasma hyorhinus is and are really able to, um, to understand this, this bug a little bit more. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. As I said before, all discussed resources and summaries can be found in the podcast notes associated with the podcast. If you have trouble accessing these notes or any of the resources, please email us at isusmec at iastate.edu. Please share and watch for our next episode. We'll continue to discuss other current swine health topics. Thanks for tuning in. A special thank you to Iowa Pork Producers Association for making this podcast possible through their sponsorship. Mm-hmm.